This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 223, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, November the 26th. This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 223. It's the Comic Reviews episode for the week of Wednesday, November the 26th. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. Every week we take a look at the comics that came out the previous week and uh, run down uh, some of the best books. Uh, this past week I uh, ended up having a, um, not a lot of time to actually read comics. I think I only had a chance to read about seven or eight books, which actually isn't too bad. I thought it was going to be worse. Uh, but I think my unread pile is just ungodly. Um, it just seems really difficult to go through. Although this coming week, um, week of, uh, I guess, December the 3rd, um, there's only, I think, uh, a handful of Marvel releases, so hopefully it'll make it an easier week to uh, hopefully catch up. Uh, let's just jump right in. This is going to be um, a quick episode, I think, although I say that quite often. Uh, first up, we have uh, Deathstroke number two. Um, this is the Tony Daniels show. Um, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I do kind of like his style. I like his art. I think it really looks like he's spending his time on making a really good product here. Um, the story, it's not bad, but I don't understand the point of kind of de-aging Deathstroke or how does that even work. Or That's the only part here that really didn't work for me, and I don't think there was really a lot of reason for it. And him checking out his penis was a weird moment. That's right. I just said penis on the podcast. It just happened. Uh, he's checking out his man junk, and it's just a weird moment. And then he's laugh, like laughing afterwards, like it's super weird, or maybe he's not laughing, but it's not necessarily clear who's laughing. Um, it, I mean, him being kind of hired as and having to go up against all these deadly uh, people who are trying to kill him and going up against the second army. Um, it's interesting. It's cool. His interrogation techniques and the uh, the setup that he's going to end up going up against uh, Bronze Tiger working for Lady Shiva uh, is cool. And then I guess the at the end, the uh, the look at Jericho. I'm definitely intrigued as to what's going on here. Um, I don't know that that that, although that machine at the brand. I don't know what that's supposed to be in the way it's kind of arcing energy. Um, but this could be really interesting. Um, I, I as I said, I think it looks great. It's it's fairly well written for the most part. Uh, I just don't understand certain aspects, mainly the one of why they even have to death to. Uh, DH Deathstroke at all. I do think this is a lot stronger than the last Deathstroke ongoing we got. Uh, although at times Daniel's take on the voice of Deathstroke could really do, use some work. Because there's some lines here I'm like, that doesn't even sound like what I would expect Deathstroke to say. I expect Deathstroke to sound a certain way, especially like before the New 52 and uh, post pre New 52. Post yeah, New 52. He has a certain voice to him. And I just felt like at times he just wasn't quite nailing that voice. Um, I'm going to give it a six and a half. Um, if he just was able to nail down the voice of the character a little bit better, I think it would be a set in at least a seven. Um, but I think there's still some kinks to be worked out. But this is only the second issue, and I'm, I'm definitely on board um, and, and intrigued by where they're going with this. Uh, next up is Flash number 36. Um, this is written by... Uh, Robert Venditti and Van Jensen, artwork by Brett Booth on pages 1 to 2 and 12 to 16, and Andre Coelho doing pages 3 to 11 and 17 to 20. Um, I liked Coelho's artwork. I thought it was very clean. Um, interesting takes on faces. It's just nice to not have Brett Booth uh, doing a full issue and having someone else, because I just don't like Brett Booth's take on The Flash all that much. Um, 
you have the you know the the current Barry stuck in the time force. You have uh, future Barry uh, mucking about and, and potentially making a giant mess of things for when the uh, the real Flash eventually comes back uh, into the present timeline. Um, it's an interesting take. Again, the Brett Booth artwork, I could really I'm not a huge fan, and I just don't know if I quite buy how dark they've tried to make Barry. And to be honest, I mean, if you're a fan of The Flash, this is just a retread of what we saw with Walter West anyway, with The Dark Flash, uh, back in the 90s by Mark Wade. So it's not like this is wholly original. In fact, it's not original at all. Eventually, when he has an interaction with the Justice League, I'm sure they'll trust him because he's Barry, and again, that will be a lot like what happened to Walter West. So uh, at least with Walter West, it was a cool name change. Here, it's just a crazy, psychotic Barry, whereas at least Walter... He had a darker edge, but he was still more or less a hero. Um, it's hard to see Barry really being a hero, and it's hard to see why he would go this far. Even having seen everything we've seen, it's still a big, bitter pill to swallow that they're making him so murderous. Um, it's definitely an interesting take on it, though. Uh, I'm going to give the issue a six. Uh, next up is Manhattan Projects 25, which uh, is kind of sad that this is the last issue proper of the ongoing, as it is. Um, It's going to be changing going forwards, but I'll get there in a moment. Um, Interesting issue, uh, kind of going through everything. Um, It's interesting because it it, it kind of sums things up, and it looks like there's so much more to happen next, but now there's going to be a new phase of development for the the series. Um, I really liked um, Johnson being kind of sworn in, and then his interactions with with, uh, Groves and Godnard, General Westmoreland. Uh, seeing the three of them kind of becoming this new brain trust was really fascinating. Um, and then seeing what kind of goes on with the rest uh, in terms of what's going on with Feynman, um, you know, his, his explorations uh, with the Einsteins, uh, very intriguing, uh, but it feels like we're never quite going to get to see as much of what could happen here. And like, it's a weird kind of summation to see where some of the characters are. It's... Um, uh, again, it, it's very much of a finale, but not a finale. It's a finale with an eye towards the future, but we don't really know what that future is going to be yet. Um, but I really want to see what that future looks like because uh, I think it could be really intriguing. Uh, and the decisions made here, like by some of the characters, very fascinating. I, I love the Werner von Braun character, and seeing what happens to him here is, you know, it's interesting to kind of see him make this heroic stand. Um, which in some ways you would not have expected of the character. Uh, although he's obviously progressed a lot, and uh, the last page is pretty great. Um, anyways, at the very end of the issue, Hickman announces that um, there isn't going to be a Madden product for a while. Uh, they're going to be changing format. Um, and then instead of a, a, an ensemble narrative that's progressed so far, we're instead going to be getting tight arcs focusing on a single or a few characters. So it's apparently in March of 2015, they're going to be releasing the Manhattan Project, The Sun Beyond the Stars. So I'm very sad to see this current iteration of Manhattan Projects go away, but excited for what the future may bring for that series. Uh, this issue, I'm going to give it a, an 8. It's, it remains assistant, a consistent and enjoyable read as always. Uh, next up is, is another Hickman book, New Avengers number 27. Uh, this continuing time runs out, uh, which has remained fairly interesting all the way through. Um, although it's starting like to wind back and forth as to which series is tackling which characters, so you really have to be reading both at this point. Um, so Simon Kudransky does the artwork here, and I really liked his his, his um, almost 
uh, Diodato with Shred Time's uh, take. I love seeing um, Thor with the Hammer of Thor with the two R's from the uh, previous storyline in Avengers, which I like that we're kind of getting back to. Uh, also seeing what's going on with this squad of Avengers that have gone to the other side of the world. Seeing more about Doctor Doom and Molecule Man was really interesting. Uh, to see what happens there, what's going on with Doctor Strange and what he can do now uh, and what he may or may not be now uh, was very interesting and uh, I'm interested to see what goes on next again, there's a lot of setup but we know that we're getting closer and closer to the payoff every month we're getting closer and closer at times it's it's easy to get um, not frustrated but a little uh, impatient because you just wanted to get there Uh, I'm going to give the issue a 6.5 out of 10 Actually, maybe, sorry, not six and a half, a seven. Um, I think it could have been stronger, a little bit tighter. Uh, There's definitely a lot of interesting things going on, but at times it's just moving a little slow in some parts, and other parts are going too quickly. Uh, Then you have Red Lanterns 36. Um, It's written by Charles Sewell, uh, artwork by Jay Calafiore. I love Calafiore's take. I like seeing uh, Red uh, Red Lantern Guy Gardner and um, Simon Baz trying to come up with a plan, them teaming up with uh, Cyborg. Uh, it's very weird that no one really knows who Guy Gardner is, considering everyone should know who he is. And it's very inconsistent throughout the uh, New 52 as to their prior history. Uh, having the two of them decide to kind of take on this ma- this character that they fought before on um, on New Genesis was, is foolhardy, but I like seeing these two characters kind of teaming up, going up against these insurmountable odds. I uh, really dug the look of it, uh, dug everything about it. I give it an 8 out of 10. Solid, solid story. Uh, next up is Scarlet Spiders number one. I thought this would be better. Uh, it's by Mike Costa with Paco Diaz on art. Um, it's still good, don't get me wrong, but I think it just could have been a little bit tighter. Um, the artwork could have been a little bit stronger. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this kind of weird version of Ben Riley. He's almost painfully optimistic uh, as a kind of way to differentiate him. He's, things have kind of always turned out right for him. Um, the team up with Kane is again it's good but i just i was expecting a little bit more meat here um and again i think the artwork could have been a little bit stronger as well if they'd used maybe some better known quantities maybe this would feel more important uh than i think it ended up feeling i'm gonna give it a six uh next up is spider-man 2099 this is issue number six uh it's written by peter david uh who continues a great run on 2099 uh this particular issue has artwork by will slinney once more um, so now you have Spider-Man 2099 with uh, two other Spider characters going to uh, the future. Uh, they end up going up against one of the Inheritors. Um, seeing Miguel's brother was cool. Uh, it was just kind of an, a, an interesting way of kind of developing uh, Miguel's character, even though his current storyline's been totally waylaid because now he's in the future, and seeing uh, what's kind of going on and seeing how they end up figuring out how to uh, imprison Deimos and how that might have greater implications further going on. Uh, really dug this. Solid solid story. Uh, I would expect nothing less from Peter David. And Slindy's actually a really nice artistic partner, I think, for him. They're doing quite well together. And last but not least is Superman number 36. Uh, this is written by Jeff Johns. I work by uh, John Romita Jr. Um, it's kind of a misleading cover. But you know what? I liked it. I liked the issue. Uh, the artwork by John Reed is fairly strong, although that stupid hair on Ulysses I'm not a big fan of. He makes the costume look really good on Superman, makes the armor actually look right. Um, now, the, the spaceship and the the, uh, the weird tentacles that 
kind of are deciding on who's worthy of going on this exodus. That's very John Romita-ish and not, and not in a good way. But the rest of it I thought was very strong. The action was good, pretty well written as well, or sorry, illustrated as well. I just found it to be a, a, a very satisfactory issue. I'm actually liking this take. Um, I mean, it's, it's not necessarily groundbreaking by any means, but it's... It, it is enjoyable, and the use of the Daily Planet and really grounding it there, I really like that as well. And that's something that I think that has kind of been missing in terms of a grounding for the Clark Kent character and his supporting cast, and the fact that they actually are using a supporting cast, which is nice. So I'm giving it an, an 8 out of 10. Now, the books I didn't get a chance to look at include the following, and it's a big list, so bear with me. Uh, Aquaman 36, Arkham Manor number 2, Batman 66, 17, Batman Beyond Universe 16, Batman Eternal 34, cannot wait to read that, I've heard good things, Bodies number 5, Catwoman 36, Dead Boy Detectives 11, Earth 2 Worlds End number 8, Gotham by Midnight number 1, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe 19, Infinity Man and the Forever People number 5, Justice League Dark 36, New 52 Features End number 30, uh, Secret Origins number 7, Star Spangled War Stories G- featuring G.I. Zombie number 4, Unwritten Volume 2 Apocalypse number 11, All New Ghost Rider number 9, All New Invaders 12, Amazing X-Men 13, Captain America and the Mighty Avengers number 2, Cyclops 7, Death of Wolverine Logan Legacy number 5, Deathlock number 2, um, Marvel Universe Ultimate Spider-Man Web Warriors number 1, New Warriors 12, Nova 24, Secret Avengers 10, Superior Foes Spider-Man 17, Superior Iron Man number 2, and Wolverine and the X-Men number 12. Whew! Uh, some some uh, releases that are coming out on... Um, uh, let's see. Or just got released, anyway, today on the 3rd of December include uh, some of the following highlights. Um, let's see. We've got uh, the Batman, the Jiro Kuwata Batmanga Volume 1 trade paperback. That's kind of a, a big thing coming out. A new chapter of The Godhead in Green Lantern. Um... We've got the Martial Law Trade Paperback, Movement Volume 2 Trade Paperback, and uh, this is one that I think is uh, very notable. Uh, so Secret Six, number one, first of all. Plus, you've got the Nightwing Trade Paperback, Bloodhaven, uh, which is the beginnings of collecting uh, the Nightwing volume, or sorry, Nightwing run from the mid-90s, which I uh, am excited about finally being able to pick up and read it again. It's been a long time since I've read it, but it has some really great stuff in there. Um, then over at Marvel Comics... Not a lot of releases coming out this week, but enough. All New X Factor 17, Angela Asgard's Assassin number one. You've got uh, Captain America, Peggy Carter, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. number one. Uh, you have a, an omnibus for Captain America, Trial of Captain America. Uh, you've got the third trade paperback of the Recommender run called Loose Nuke. Guardians 3000 number three. Uh, Hulk number nine, which I'm super pumped for. Iron Fist the Living Weapon number seven. Invaders Classic Volume 2 Complete Collection. I'm really considering picking this up. Uh, Men of Wrath by Jason Aaron, number three. Uh, Thanos hardcover got up there listening. And uh, Thanos vs. Hulk, number one. And then something I'm super excited about, the X-Men Inferno Prologue hardcover, which is a big one. Uh, So that's everything that's coming out December 3rd. Thank you for joining me for episode 223. Our next episode will be up in a couple days, and it's um, it's a long one. It's about a two-hour flashback to Spider-Man the Clone Saga that I did with uh, Paul Scores on my birthday. Super fun, a long conversation, but I think it's going to be worth it. I think you're going to enjoy it. If you want to email the show, email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Like the show on Facebook. Rate and review us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes and post in our HT Realms threads as well. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.